Hi, my name's Adam, and this is the Foster Adoption Podcast, a resource for people who are interested in growing their family by adopting children from foster care. We sat in a parked car, staring off into the distance as we waited. We were just minutes away from meeting our children for the very first time. After a lifetime of wondering if fatherhood would even be possible, and years of planning and months of trainings, inspections, home studies, home preparation, we were here. All of the excitement and anxiety was leading up to this, this moment. For most fathers, the act of meeting their children takes place in a hospital room. But for my husband Matt and I, we would first lay eyes on our children in their foster home, surrounded by social workers. It was a moment I had imagined for years. But as we approached the moment in reality, my mind was filled with anxious questions. What are the kids going to be like? What if they don't like me? What if I don't feel anything? Wait, what do I say to them? No, seriously, what do I say to them? How on earth do I even introduce myself? Hi, my name's Adam. I'll be auditioning for the role of Papa. Do I shake their hand? Do I give them a fist bump? A hug? Thankfully, there was no more time to obsess over these questions. The social workers arrived, and it was time to get out of the car and go experience something that would inform the rest of our lives. We were greeted at the door by the foster parents, a lovely older couple who only spoke Spanish. Their house was super bougie. It dwarfed our house, seriously. I thought there was no way the kids would want to leave this palace and come to our humble abode. We sat in a living room with our adoption social worker and the kids' adoption worker and the foster parents. Everyone conversed in Spanish, and I was mortified that in this life-changing moment, I only understood every third to fourth word. Thankfully, Matt speaks Spanish, so I'd be able to get filled in later, but in that moment, the fact that I couldn't understand anything was half infuriating and half comical. At one point, the social worker said, I'll go get the boys. My heart leapt from my chest. It was game time. About a month earlier, we had been matched with five-year-old and three-year-old brothers. We had learned aspects of their story, and we eventually saw a tiny, black-and-white, grainy picture of them. It was an image that was burned into my mind. It was the only image we would have to go off of until this moment when we were about to lay eyes on them in reality. So the foster mother walks in with this beautiful baby boy in her arms, and I melted in confusion. Who is that? We had been matched with five-year-old and three-year-old brothers. That kid's adorable, but I don't think he's ours, right? He wasn't. He was another foster child in the house. But then... We heard footsteps coming down the stairs, and we turned around to see a little girl. Another false alarm. We were getting brothers. By our count, there were six foster children in the home. We couldn't help but laugh as the tension just keeps on getting higher and higher. It was like having to wait through a final commercial break before a climactic ending. Finally, 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 as I couldn't handle the delay any longer, we heard the social worker say, Boys, I want to introduce you to my friends who came here to meet you. I turned my head, and I saw them. Time stood still. 
All anxiety evaporated, and a smile engulfed my face. A sense of calm swept through the moment, and I knew that everything would be all right. We were going to be a family. Hi, my name's Adam, and I'd like to welcome you to the first episode of the Foster Adoption Podcast. More on that story later. That was just a little taste of one of the many amazing experiences that Matt and I have had in our foster adoption journey. And it's one of the core experiences in making me want to do a podcast. When we were going through the process, I couldn't get my head around some certain things. This was one of them. What was it going to be like to meet our children for the first time? I craved stories about foster-to-adopt parents meeting their kids. I know if I craved those stories, maybe others are wondering about these type of things as well. If you're considering adopting children from foster care, you've noticed there are countless resources for information. And over the last few years, we've consumed many of them. It seems like for every major question we've encountered through this process, we've turned to books and podcasts or blogs to try and find answers. And in many cases, those resources provided us with exactly what we needed. And in many other instances, we just had to figure it out on our own because we couldn't find anyone who had wrote about these specific issues. So this podcast is a way to pass on the information we've learned to the next generation of foster parents and adoptive parents. Separately, I've also struggled for a long time as to the appropriateness of sharing our story. As you will learn, the privacy of foster children is of the utmost importance, and there's a high premium placed on the fact that their life stories are theirs to tell and no one else's. So will go to great lengths to ensure their privacy and to focus on the actual process of adopting children from foster care. But we'll throw in a few cute kid stories along the way, don't worry. The topic I wanted to start with for the first episode is the decision. How did we decide to adopt children through foster care? November is National Adoption Month, so this is a good time to start adding our story in to help encourage other people to go through the same process. Matt and I have been together for about 13 years and married for about seven of those years. We each individually always knew that we wanted to have children, but there were times when one of us was always more committed to the idea than the other. However, there was never any real disagreement on the method that we would use to grow our family. We never really considered surrogacy as we always wanted to adopt. It's nothing against surrogacy. I can't really pinpoint why we never considered it. I imagine the extreme financial costs played a role, but more importantly, I think we both just felt called to adopt. So that's where all of the conversations started and ended. So we knew we wanted to adopt, but where do we go from there? International adoption is not necessarily a viable option for LGBT families because of laws in many of the affected countries prohibiting people like us from adopting, regardless of what modern family may tell you. There are plenty of people who get around it by adopting as single individuals and then adding the other parent on later, but it all struck us as overwhelming, risky, and just something we weren't really interested in, primarily because there's so many children in our area in need of a home as well. P.S. International Adoption also costs a grip of money, so it was never really for us. Private adoption, where you were matched with an expectant birth mother, also was never really on our radar. We read lots of books on it and learned a lot from people's stories, but the process never really captivated us. I guess we knew in our hearts all along that adopting children from foster care was the only road we would consider. 
Over the years, I would sometimes get late-night emails from Matt, who, when he couldn't sleep, would visit various heart galleries online and then send me emails that say, look at these four siblings, they're perfect, and if we get two sets of bunk beds, we can make it work. I wasn't really ready for the idea of going from zero to four children overnight. But I definitely understood the temptation. If you've never been to a heart gallery, I put up some links on fosteradoption.org that you should definitely check out. Be prepared that when you visit these sites, you will start trying to figure out how you can adopt a million children because they are all so adorable and so in need of a good home. Even though we were attracted to adoption from foster care from the beginning, that doesn't mean this path was never questioned, though. In foster care training, they don't hold back. When you're adopting from foster care, you're adopting children who have suffered trauma in some way. A majority of that trauma manifests as neglect, but some endure abuse. So even though we were committed to adopting from foster care, the trainers do a good job of presenting a realistic view of what it's like to parent children who have experienced trauma. And they want you to spend lots of time thinking about it if you're really up to this. If you enter the situation as an altruistic Jean Valjean type, thinking that you can handle anything, and then in reality you can't handle it, and the child has to go to another foster home, that's incredibly detrimental to the child. So the trainers do their best to illustrate some of the challenges that some foster parents encounter. And that's another reason why I wanted to do this podcast. I've read so many challenging stories, and I think a majority of the literature out there and the perception out there focuses on tough and challenging foster child stories. That at one point, when we were going through the process and I was reading all this, I wondered, there's some happy stories too, right? Right? The answer is yes, of course, yes. There are countless stories of well-adjusted, adopted foster children who just thrive. So I wanted to help put some of those stories into the spotlight as well. I remember asking my friend Kelly, who fosters refugee children, if there were happy stories. And she said, trauma is a very real thing, but so is resiliency. And these kids are so resilient, they can overcome a lot. Now, when you tell people that you're thinking of adopting children from foster care, there's a common response that you will get from a lot of people. It's something to the effect of, Oh, wow, yeah, I could never do that. My cousin's friend's personal trainer knew someone whose dog's previous owner had a foster child, and something mind-blowingly awful happened. And I apparently thought it would be super productive to share this story with you right now as you go through this process. Happens a lot. The thing is that... When bad things happen to children and they enter a system that ends up moving them from home to home for whatever reason, those things impact the child. So of course, there are some children who offer specific challenges, but the reality is that parenting is hard. It's hard, man. Across the board, it's hard. So please don't let people try to deter you away from foster care. We've built a community of friends who have gone through this process and they've adopted amazing children who are just thriving. So a major goal of this podcast will be to share these positive stories so you have something to counter the next sad foster care story that someone decides to tell you. So, what about our story? Well, that day we met them that I described, it ended up being magical. And now, almost a year later, the magic hasn't stopped. The boys are amazing. We're madly in love with them. And we feel like the luckiest human beings on the planet to be their family. 
they have enriched our lives in innumerable ways. I can't wait to share the details with you over the upcoming episodes. Thanks for listening to my first episode. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Head over to fosteradoption.org or find us on Facebook for more information on this episode and how to adopt children from foster care. Happy National Adoption Month!